0: Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, Chief Outcome Facilitator and President of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes. And on Mindset to Mastery, we provide 30 minutes every week of strategies, tips, actionable items to assist you in changing your mindset and mastering your success and our main focus is on learning, growth, and leadership development as a process, not a goal or a destination. And so we present um, vignettes, we present um, questions that we want you to ponder, we give you um, scenarios and tips and things that you can take and immediately begin to reflect upon but also to apply in order to assist you in your growth and your development so that you can become the success that you envision and you are destined to become. So on today's episode, I am going to be talking about know thyself, learning, leadership, and growth. And I know you're probably thinking, well, Keisha, I already know myself. I know what my likes are. I know what my dislikes are. I I know what my strengths are. What my weaknesses are and abilities, and we'll have another show direct, you know, di- uh, devoted strictly to your SWAT, you know, much later on. But what I want you to think about is when you think about learning and leadership and growth, what do you know about who you are when it comes to the way that you learn and learn best? What you think about learning? What's difficult for you about learning? What's easy for you about learning? Um, what do you know about yourself as a leader and when it comes to responding to leaders and to being in leadership positions or to encountering new leadership? And, and how do you think about growth? How do you think about the ways in which you position yourself to become better than you are now, to learn new lessons? And so in this particular episode, I want you to start thinking about what you know about yourself when it comes to these three areas, learning, leadership, leadership. And growth. Now, one thing I want you to think about and I want you to consider and use this as a baseline. This is about a process, not a destination. It's about an action, not a position. This is about you understanding these three key principles as part of that developmental process that's going to assist you in becoming the best version of you. And so for today's episode, we're going to talk about each one of these these areas in turn. But I want you to think about your particular position, where you are in your life right now in your career. And how is it that you respond to opportunities to learn? How do you respond when it comes time for, when you're presented with something that you don't know? Um, And especially if you're in a position of leadership, where you are expected to know, how do you respond? How do you react? How do you deal with situations where you encounter, if you know, someone who is challenging you or who you, who you perceive as challenging you? And then, what do you do to ensure that you're always growing? Now, I've heard people say, um, you know, I have arrived. I've, I've I'm in my my ideal position, my ideal job, I'm doing what I love, you know, this is as good as it gets and and this is what I'm gonna do, and when I retire, I will. Or when I'm finished with this, I will. And I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with people that they're in a position, they kinda like their job, you know, they're really good at what they do, and they feel that they have arrived. They're making good money, they're successful, quote-unquote, in terms of what, whatever that means to you. But ideally, they feel like there's something else they could be doing. They feel like there's something else they could be learning, some other way that they could be pushing themselves or what have you. But in the back of their mind, they're like, you know what? If it ain't broke, I, ain't fi- I don't have to fix it. And what I want you to think about is it's not that it's broken, it's not that this is something that you're, you know, you're completely unhappy with the way things are and, and you want something new and, and you're looking for something or searching for something. It's not that. Instead, I want you to think about how you can look at the opportunity that you have in the position that you have to continue to learn, to continue to expand and develop your leadership skills and abilities, and to foster and enhance your own growth as well as the people around you because now most organizations are working in teams most organizations you have to have some type of interaction with other people whether it's you know clients that you're serving or whether it's other people that you're working with in your department in your division in a particular project team um, or even if it's someone that you're working across organizations. So we don't operate in a vacuum anymore. Those days are long gone. And even if you're an entrepreneur and you work at home or you are remote and you work at home, you're still not completely disconnected from everybody else. So part of this whole notion that we're going to talk about today with knowing thyself and talking about learning, leadership, and growth is about understanding exactly where, all, where you fit with all of this what you think about all of this, and what opportunities there are for you to be able to move forward and to become even better. So I want to take each one of them in turn, but I want you to think about this from the standpoint of picturing yourself in this situation, picture yourself in your, in your position, where you are in your life, and, and thinking about where those opportunities lie, where those, those gaps are that can be filled, and where, the, where the, the things are that you may have wondered about but you thought, yeah, I'll do it later. But I want you to start thinking about maybe doing it now. So the first one we're gonna talk about is learning. And I, I did an episode before where I talked about the dreaded F word of failure. And I said that, you know, what would happen if instead of calling something a failure or thinking that if we tried something new and we didn't succeed at it immediately that it was branded a failure and feeling bad about it, what would we, how would we approach it if we didn't consider it to be failing, but if we rebranded it as learning and discovery, where you're able to challenge yourself because there's something that you're not familiar with and there's something else that you need to try and, and, and to, to try on and to test out. And also learning involves revisiting old situations for new lessons. And what comes to mind with this is I was thinking about, um, you know, there's, there's a certain time of year where I always end up with a cold, you know, and you know, it's the summer and you know, I shouldn't have a cold, it's hot, there's no reason I should have a cold. But every year around the same time, I always end up with a cold. I always end up in bed for about three or four days. And I always end up feeling miserable. And I end up sleeping the whole time. Once I've slept and I rest and I get back up and I'm good to go. And so, especially now on, on Facebook, social media, it, it gives you your memories of, you know, what you posted this time last year and, you know, up to five, six, seven years ago. And so one thing I realized is that I when I revisit my memories and the things that I posted I realized that a lot of times I was going through the same situation, something that was similar. Either I was sick every time the same year or every time I had a migraine or every time I was excited or there were just certain ebbs and flows in terms of what was going on with me. And I had to go back and reflect on that. And I realized I was going through the same cycle, the same situation over and over again because I was doing the same thing over and over again. Now, my approach to it and my mindset and the way I was thinking about it may have differed slightly. You know, sometimes I posted about it and I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. I can't get anything done. What was me, you know, this is horrible. And then sometimes I would say, hey, opportunity for me to take a break and reset. I'm going a little bit too fast. I'm doing too much. I need to step back. And so what I found is that even though it's the same situation, the way I thought about it was different. So the lessons that I learned were different. Even if I revisited the same thing over and over again and on the surface, on the outside, it looked like the same exact situation, but what I took from it was different because I was different. So when you talk about learning and you talk about discovering and you talk about being open to challenging yourself and and being open to revisit old situations for new lessons, The lens under which we see things and we interpret things and we extrapolate information and we learn changes as we do. So the lessons that you got out of a situation a year ago, six months ago, five years ago is not the same lesson that you're going to learn five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, six months from now, two months from now. Because as long as you are different, as long as you are growing, as long as you are challenging yourself and you're developing, as long as you're doing those things, then your lens and the way that you think about things is going to be different. So when you talk about knowing yourself and knowing who you are, you have to understand that who you are at this moment in this given point in time is great and you should know who that person is. But you should be open to discovering new parts of who you are and about how you interact and and how you think about things and expand your horizons. So learning is not just about looking at what you already have inside, it's also about being open to exploring what other things and what other influences can add to who you are. Which brings me to my next point, which is leadership. And leadership is not about a position. It doesn't matter if you are leading a team, if you're in charge of things, if you're managing people, if you're in charge of a project, leading, leadership doesn't always mean that you're in charge of someone else. Leadership is more about action. It's more about initiative. It's more about being transformational, not transactional. It's about understanding that whatever you encounter, whatever you engage with, whatever you connect with. Is going to be different as a result of you interacting with it. Case in point, anytime I go into an organization or I work with a team or I am I'm talking to clients, I always talk to them from the standpoint of how can I help to help them become better. Not that I know it all, not that I have all the answers, But what is it that I can say to them? What is it that I can ask of them? What questions can I pose? What ways can I assist? What perspective can I give that's going to have them think about things in a different way so that they become better? Whenever you engage and you interact and you collaborate and you connect with other people, you want to transform them. You want them to become better. You want them to see themselves and their situation in a whole new light. You want to have relationships and build rapport and these connections. So it's not just about a transaction. You do this because I asked you, and I do this for you, and you do this for me. It's about transforming them. For example, I had a conversation earlier today with um, a young girl. She's about to be 25. She graduated with a degree in Spanish. Um, She loves the language, had been immersed in it. And when she graduated, she got a job as an interpreter. And so a friend of mine connected us and asked me to talk to her because, you know, she was trying to figure out what am I going to do with this. I don't want to be an interpreter my entire life. I feel like there's more I could be doing. And, you know, maybe I'll teach. And, and she kind of needed some direction. So he suggested that we connect. And so I asked her a couple of questions. I asked her, what do you see yourself doing? What, what? And then I asked her, what is it that excites you? What makes you light up what makes you want to get up and, 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 and do something. And so after asking her a couple of questions about what she really wanted to do and what really excited her, you know, and sh- yeah, she's going to be 25, so she doesn't know everything and this may change, but based on what she said, how she has this fire To communicate and she wants people to be able to understand the basis of communication and how important it is and and that you know language is the basis for everything that we do and all the connections that we make we started talking about her opening a consultancy where she became a language and communication specialist and she talked about the nuances involved in communicating effectively between people of different cultures and also people of different backgrounds because it's not about color, it's about culture, which is going to be another episode um, that I'll I'll record later. But I took the initiative to spark something in her. I could have just given her a list of things to do, you know, create a LinkedIn profile, look at different jobs in in your field, you know, go online and do a search for other people that are using language skills. But instead, I asked her very specific questions about what excited her, what gave her a sense of wonder and curiosity? What made her light up? And so we talked for 30 minutes, and at the end of the call, she was like, oh my God, I feel like I have a new lease on life. I, have, I feel like I have a new perspective of what can be done with this. I thought I was at the end and I, and I had no other options, and after spending 30 minutes on the phone with you, now I am so excited and I'm overflowing with ideas, of how this can work and how I can become better and ways that I can go out and share what I know. And she had completely transformed. Yes, she was enthusiastic. Yes, it was motivational. But the main thing is that my interaction with her was transformational. It was not transactional. It was something where I allowed her to start to take the initiative in what she wanted to do because I sparked that in her. And I, build that, I built that rapport, and I built that connection, and I started that relationship. So when you're talking about leadership, you have to understand and know who you are as a leader, but when you're encountering and interacting with other people, you have to understand and know who they are. Because as a leader, when you walk in that, in that path and you interact with someone else, it is your goal and is your job to make them better as a result of interacting with you, as a, result, as a result of coming in contact with you. So when you know yourself, and you can do that for other people when it comes to leadership, now turn that inward. How do you engage and in, in, in encourage and give yourself that transformational connection so that you feel as if, oh my gosh, this is something new. Oh my gosh, I've I'm discovering something. Oh my gosh, I'm going to take the initiative and be able to run with this. So learning and leadership is not about always about other people because all of, this, all of the things I'm, I'm talking about can be applied to working with teams and working with other groups. But this is also about you. How do you lead yourself? How do you transform yourself how do you build that relationship and connect with you and who you are and what you want and how you see the world and how you're learning and how you're interacting with the world and when you start thinking about that then we start talking about growth and one thing I, I always talk to and I, and I tell people about and I use this example a lot trees don't go anywhere they are once a tree is planted it It sets down roots, and the bigger the tree, the bigger the roots, and the deeper they run, and it is not going anywhere. When they're young and they're supple and they're just forming, you can pull them up, you can run them over, you can, you know, they can be toppled by winds. But the older they are, and the bigger they grow, and the more sturdy they are, and the bigger the roots and the foundation the harder it is for them to move, for them to be uprooted unless it's a hurricane or, or a tornado or something devastating. But even though a tree does not go anywhere, it still changes every single season. I used to take a walk. Um, and, um, I, I love doing power walks and nature walks because I love being outside. Um, I hate going to the gym, so I will not go to the gym. But I, to exercise, I will go outside and I will walk. And I. I I used to have the same path that I took and I would have I would get to a certain bend in the road and I would take a picture. And I took the same picture from the same position at different seasons. And then I look back over time to see how gradually the trees and the foliage and everything in that area changed. And as you're experiencing it when you're going and you're walking it every single day, you don't notice the changes because They're taking place right before your eyes and it's, you know, that time-lapse photography where once you look at it, you look back on it and you play it back, you know, back to back to back, you're able to see the transformation. But trees change with the season. The foliage, the, the surroundings, everything, it changes with the seasons. We change with the seasons depending on what we're going through. We may not be able to see and notice those changes because they're happening gradually ever so slightly you know your hair grows if you don't do anything to it I've been letting my hair grow now for about a year and when I look back at pictures of what my hair looked like a year ago versus what it looks like now I see there's a huge difference and, and I run into somebody that hasn't seen me for a while they're like oh my gosh you look so different but because I'm in the midst of the change I don't see it as it's occurring the same thing happens with us when it comes to growth as we're changing, as we're growing, as we're evolving, we don't see the changes that are happening. We don't see the growth that is happening because we're in the midst of it. So as we're going through our seasons and as things are happening, sometimes we feel like we're stuck, that we haven't made any, any, any changes, that we haven't made any progress. But I want you to think about the four seasons. And just like when you watch a tree or you watch the foliage or, or, the nat- or nature outside, and you can see winter, spring, summer, and fall, things change. We notice the temperature, we notice if there's snow on the ground, if it's hot, if there are birds out, if there are babies, you know, we notice those things because there are telltale signs. But even with us, there are different signs that happen at different seasons in our life. So I'm gonna equate it and connect it to the actual physical seasons. So you start with winter. In winter, everybody equates with things being dead and dormant and barren and there's nothing going on, but in fact, when it's cold outside and it's unforgiving and it's forbidden, forbidding outside with the elements and everything that's going on, which is the chaos, when all of that is going on outside, the, the seeds and, and, and all the growth, the new growth is actually being protected. And there's still growth happening underneath the ground. You can't see it, but it's happening underneath the ground. It's developing. It's getting the nutrients it needs, all of that. And then spring happens, and it starts coming out a little bit. And then that's when the new buds and the new leaves are out and the babies are out, and everything is new and vulnerable. And when you're in a season of spring, everything that you're doing, you feel new and vulnerable, and you're not sure about it because you're just trying it out. And you may be very, very excited about it, but you're still wondering if maybe this is going to work. During the summer, oh, you got this. This is, everything is hot and it's blazing and you're in your full glory and you are confident and, and you're full grown and you're great. And then fall comes and things start falling off that didn't work. And things start dying off that didn't work. And you start shedding things that you don't like anymore. And you start kind of hunkering down and deciding what you're going to prune away and what you're going to keep. And the things that you're going to keep, you put, you store them and you plant them and you put them aside so that they can begin to percolate and to, and to, gestic, and to gestate so that you can go through your winter. So during our seasons of growth, we have to understand that we go through these seasons with everything, whether it's relationships, whether it's starting a new job, whether it's, you know, entertaining a new, a new client, starting new services, moving to a new city, whatever it is, you have your seasons with it. And so growth is understanding that whatever it is that you're going through is just a part of another season. And it's reflecting on the changes that are happening as they're happening. And so when I talk about knowing yourself and understanding yourself from a perspective of learning, leadership, and growth, I need you to understand the process. I need you to reflect and to think about what happens during each one of these seasons, what happens during each one of these segments. How are you becoming different? How are you discovering new things about yourself? What are you testing out and trying out that you hadn't thought about doing before? How are you thinking and processing and seeing things based on who you are now? Who I am as a 48-year-old woman is completely different from who I was as a 28-year-old woman or even a 38-year-old woman or an 18-year-old woman. And so because of that, I see things differently. My experiences have, have shaped the way that I, I perceive things. Yes, there are some fundamental underlying things that are that about me that are not going to change, But by and large, I go through different seasons. I go through different experiences. And because of that, I am now able to learn and to grow and to lead and to transform and to engage and to connect and to collaborate and to create. And I can do all of these things in the context of the world around me the teams that I'm working on, the organizations that I'm working with, the people that I interact with, but I can also do it within myself. Because whatever you do with anyone else, however you want to become better at leading and at being a great speaker and a great communicator and being influential and and a thought leader and all of that, whatever you do with outside, the outside world, you have to begin with who you are inside. You have to start the process with you. So knowing thyself, understanding who you are and how you are and how you respond and what what motivates you and what scares you and and what what makes you think and makes you pause and challenges you when it comes to learning and leadership and growth is the beginning of the process for you to understand the best ways to be impactful, to be influential, and to be transformational when it comes to working within your organizations, working within your teams, working within your your family and your friends and your social circles. Because whoever we are within ourselves, that begins to set the stage and lay the foundation of who we are with everyone else. So I want you to start thinking about how do you know yourself, and how can you begin to know yourself better? How do you learn? What is it that you want to discover? Don't put it off for later. Try something new now, and, and start thinking about yourself as you go through these different seasons of knowing and being and learning, and then leading. How are you leading yourself? How are you transforming yourself? How are you taking the initiative with yourself, and how are you connecting with who you are and what you want to be and what you want to become. And then with growth, understanding that you're changing every single day, every single moment, right before your eyes as different situations arise, as different things come up, as you have new experiences, and as you grow. Because everything about you is changing all the time. You just have to start thinking about it, being aware of it, and then start facilitating the process to get the success and the outcomes that you want as a result of it. So I hope that has been helpful. Um, you can contact us and visit our website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S Group.com. You can find new episodes of the Mindset to Mastery podcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on my website at carsgroup.com and also syndicated on milehighradio.com that's milehiradio.com. You can also find me on iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, and, and a whole bunch of other places. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy sharing with you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Drop me a line and let me know how this has impacted you, if you have any particular questions or issues that you want me to address, and by all means, make sure that you are implementing immediately what we talk about and thinking reflectively about how this impacts you, what this means to you, and what this looks like in terms of helping you to change your mindset and to master your success. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group. I welcome all of your comments, um, and I have enjoyed sharing this with you today and and giving you some tips and strategies and insights on how to know thyself so that you can become more equipped at learning, leadership, and growth. Until next time, make it a great one.